We'll start. Mesechus um, Yivamis is obviously dealing with mitzvah yibum. The mitzvah yibum is that if a man dies childless, his wife is supposed to be married by his brother. So in essence, a brother is marrying his sister-in-law. Now, that is generally a, uh, a forbidden relationship. However, the Torah is matir. The Torah is not only matir, the Torah commands it. Now, the basic premise of this Mishnah is that... Um, if that's a shayt, you'll tell him to... Guys keep, guys, keep it down a little bit in the front. Or oh, whatever. Um, the basic premise of this Mishnah is that if any of the, if, if any of the women... Let's say, again, this is every Yibam is a sister-in-law. Every Yibam is a sister-in-law. Guys, 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 do you guys just mind keeping it? Maybe today, do you guys mind maybe going downstairs? It's just, it's Yvonne Messiah. My, my head's just, it's a little more complicated. I'm sorry about that. Um, so at any time, so every Yibam is a sister-in-law, right? So every Yibam should be an Asa relationship. However, the Torah commands it. Now, if this woman is in addition to being a sister-in-law, another forbidden relationship, you obviously can't do Yibam. I'll give you an example. You have two brothers, Reuben and Shimon. One of the one of the brothers marries Reuven's daughter, so he marries his niece. So Reuven and Shimon, right? Reuven has a daughter. Shimon marries the daughter. It's a niece. You can marry your niece, and then Shimon dies. So now Reuven's wife falls to Yibam, but it's his daughter. So obviously, there's no Yibam in that case because it's not only a sister-in-law; it's also a daughter. In addition, if let's say Reuven, let's say Shimon, instead of just having one wife, meaning Reuven's daughter. He had five wives, right? So the halacha is that when you have five wives, someone's got to do yibum. But in this case, because one of the women is forbidden to Reuven, all of them are forbidden. That's the concept of this Mishnah. And then we'll expand further on it as well. No, it's, it's from the Torah. The, the Torah only allows you to do yibum on a straight up sister in law. Anytime there's other things, oh, there it is. Okay, we're good. There it is. Okay, good. Oh, that we're going to do from Drushes. That we're going to quote from Drushes. Do they do this today? This no, no, no. We don't do them anymore. All we do is chalitza. Nowadays, right, in the times of the Gemara, if the, in the times of the Gemara, right, ideally you're supposed to do yibum, which is to marry your sister-in-law. If you don't do yibum, then you do chalitza, which is you take off the shoe and you spit on the floor. Nowadays, we, we do not, nowadays we do not do yibum anymore. We just do chalitza. Yeah. So I, I was told um, Sephardim do, um, or they do um, um, Yibum sometimes. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. no. Revavadia wanted to try. Revavadia wanted to try. Technically, according to the Shulchan Aruch, um, Sephardim should, uh, but but uh, no, 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 no. We we do not. Huh? No, you don't. No, you don't. I have to just, guys. I, I'm sorry to do this. I have to, should I just restart because I'm not the host for whatever reason. I, I don't know. This is driving me crazy, guys. Just give it one second. No. So the the, the truth is that Ravadi wanted to to start Yibum because technically in the Shulchan Aruch, I'm telling you, if he's a from guy, this guy, or he just decided to marry his sister-in-law. Yeah, I think he just liked his sister. We, we, we don't do this. No, nobody does even anymore. Nobody does. All, everyone does chalitza. It's, it's one of the few areas. Ravadia tried. Ravadia tried, and it did not work. All right, you know what? Forget it. There's no recording of Zoom today. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm getting frustrated, and i got to be able to, to actually start the daf. So the Mishnah says like this. Again, I would advise having an art scroll, at least for the pictures. The Mishnah now is going to describe these women and how, again, the basic and, premise and, is... Can I just say, you, obviously, 
I know, I know. I'm going to send it. I'm going to post it to the group afterwards. Um, okay. The basic premise is that all of these women that fall to Yibam are the who married the original brother, they're all related to the Yavam. The one who's going to do Yavam, they're related to him. Could be his daughter, so that means that his brother married his niece. Could be his mother-in-law, because his brother married his, his brother's mother. All these things. That, that's the basic premise. Who's the Yavam? The brother-in-law? The Yavam is the one who's going to do Yavam. The guy who's alive is going to... Correct. The, the living brother. So all these women are related to the living brother, which means they married the other brother. And we're just going to have 15 scenarios where it's possible for that to, to be. Okay, so the Mishnah says like this: There are fifteen women that exempt their co-wives, meaning that not only do they not do yibum, all their co-wives also don't do yibum. Let's go through. And not only do they exempt their co-wives, they exempt their co-wives' co-wives. Now, that case, there is a large picture in the art scroll. I am not going to do this yet. The Mishnah will describe this. I think we should go through the rest of the Mishnah, then come back to this, because this is a little bit more advanced, but it'll become understandable once, once we get to the end of the Mishnah. Let's just start. Okay. And again, Till infinitum. Okay, infinity. Okay, so let, let's go through each case. Eluhain. These are the first three cases. The first three cases are where the woman who's going to fall to Yibam, who's supposed to marry the brother, is related to the brother directly. How so? Bitai, the first case, is his daughter. Meaning, you have two brothers, Reuben and Shimon. Shimon married Reuben's daughter. He married his niece. Shimon dies. Then Reuben's supposed to do Yibam with his daughter. Uh-uh. So not only is he not to even with his daughter, he doesn't do even with any women. That's the first case. That's Bitai. Then you have Bas Bitai, his granddaughter. So Shimon married his great niece, his grand, his brother's granddaughter again, and that woman. That then he dies. So his granddaughter falls to him again, not doing even with her or with anyone. Bas Bino, his granddaughter through his brother's side again. It's another form of a granddaughter. No form of even is being done. Okay, that's the first three. Then you have Bas Ishtoi, so this is his wife's daughter, so, or Bas Bina, or Bas Bita, or his wife's granddaughter, or his wife's son's daughter. So, um, meaning, if instead of Reuven, Reuven Shimon, instead of Shimon marrying Reuven's daughter, he married Reuven's wife's daughter. So it's his, his daughter from, Reuven had a daughter from, his wife had a daughter from a first marriage. It's still Reuven's, it's Reuven's stepdaughter. Correct. So again, Reuven and Shimon, instead of Shimon marrying Reuven's daughter, Shimon marries Reuven's stepdaughter. Dies, and then Reuven's stepdaughter falls to have a Yibam. He's not going to live with his stepdaughter. So to make it clear, Reuven is the one that passed away, and Shimon is the one that's... Uh, actually, no, I was actually doing the opposite. It doesn't really matter, because you have Reuven and Shimon. You have two brothers. Shimon married Reuven's stepdaughter. Shimon dies. So the stepdaughter now falls to Reuven to marry Reuven. Shimon's always dying. Shimon's gonna die. That's the Shimon will always die. That's the case. Okay, now let's go. Okay, Chamoisa. Shimon married. Um, Shimon married. Chamoisa means his wife's mother. Meaning, um, you have two brothers. Reuven married a woman, and then Shimon married Reuven's mother-in-law. Which could be. Why not? Right. His mother-in-law was single. So Shimon married his brother's mother-in-law, and then Shimon dies. So now his mother-in-law falls to him. He's not going to do Yibam in that case. Chamoisai ve'im chamoisai, or his wife's mother-in-law, or his wife's mother. 
mother's mother, I'm sorry, his wife's grandmother. So it's his grandmother-in-law. Or Aim Chamav, or his wife's father's mother, another grandmother-in-law. So you have two brothers, Reuven and Shimon. Shimon married Reuven's grandmother-in-law, and then Shimon dies. Grandmother-in-law falls, he's not going to do Yibam on that woman, and she exempts all the co-wives. So if he had five wives, if one of them is his mother-in-law, there's no Yibam at all. They all just, they all just go free. Now let's go to a little bit more of a complicated case. This is his half-sister from his mother's side. So if you see, uh, Art Scroll does have a picture. I don't know what's going on. Honestly, it's like very interesting that the first day that my Zoom is really like acting crazy. Honestly, look at Art Scroll. Art Scroll has this. This is a picture. Um, this is on maternal sister, Okay. You need an art scroll for this, to be completely honest. Achoy Sami'ima is like this. Uh, you have Reuben and Shimon. Now, the, the, this is the case. I'm, I'm just going to read you the description of the case. The Mesecht is a lot easier, it happens to be, than this Mishnah. This Mishnah is a pretty condensed, you know, case situation. This is the situation. You have a man with a son. Reuben is from his first wife. So a man, it's like the Brady Bunch, right? A man had a first wife. They had... Reuven. The wife dies, then he marries a woman who also had a son named Shimon. So Reuven and Shimon are um, they're half-siblings. <coughs> well, they're actually the step-siblings. They're not half-siblings. They're actually not related. Right? They, they, they're, not they're not related at all. Right? A man with a son from his first wife yeah, Reuven's father is also married a woman with a daughter from... Oh, I'm sorry, with a daughter, I'm sorry. sorry. Yeah, 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 I'm sorry. So, no, no, I'm sorry, trust me, this is, yeah. this is not my area of expertise either. So you have Reuven is a man and a... Uh, a man and a woman from his first wife has a son named Reuven. He marries, a, he marries a woman that already had a daughter named Miriam. Okay, so Reuven and Miriam are half... Are step-siblings. Then they had a child named Shimon. So Shimon shares the mom with Miriam and shares the dad with Reuben. So Shimon is a half-sibling to both. Because they both came into the marriage. Reuben and Miriam came into the marriage as step-siblings. They were not related at all. But then they had a baby named Shimon. So Shimon is half-related to either. Then what happens? Reuben marries Miriam because they're not related at all. Right? They were step-siblings. Chavetz Chaim married his, his step-sibling. Right? They, they, weren't married, they weren't related at all. Reuven dies. Then the stepsister falls to Shimon. But it's, his, it's also it's his half-sister. No, you're not. You're back at it. Honestly, the only reason why I kind of get this is because I've read this 13 times yesterday. I told you I bought a Safer that made it way worse. I am after this daf. I am going to take time to say to see Rabbi Stefanski's cartoons because I've told that he he's got like he's got a he's whole got shebang. <laughs> anyway, so that's the situation. So you have Reuben and Miriam were not related at all. They were step siblings. They got married. Then Mir- then Reuben dies. So Miriam now falls to Shimon, who is his half sister. Huh? No, no. Reuben and Miriam were not. Reuben they, Reuben a man got Bekitzer, Dad Bekitzer Bekitzer. Two divorced men. Listen, a man and a woman got divorced. They got married. They, they were divorced from different relationships. They got married. A second marriage. Reuben had a boy from his first marriage. Miriam had a woman from her first marriage. They're not related. They're called step siblings. You could marry that person. The Chavetz Chaim did. Reuben and Miriam are not related. Then that couple had a baby named Shimon. 
So Shimon is a half-sibling to both. Then Reuben dies, and Miriam, his wife, now falls to her brother, half-brother, for Yibam. No, in this case, I know, yes, yeah, this is the one case where Shimon's alive. In this case, Reuven dies, and now his wife, who was his step-sibling, so they were allowed to get married, his wife now falls to his brother to do Yibam, who happens to be the half-brother of the wife. I know. Yeah. Let's keep going. All right, let's do it. Um, that's Achay Samimah, then Achay Imai. Achais Imai is a man had two sons. You have Reuben and Shimon. Okay. Reuben, again, from his first wife. Shimon is from his second wife. It's the same case. So he goes into the marriage with Reuben. Then in the second marriage, he has Shimon. So they're half siblings. Reuben, instead of marrying Miriam, he marries his stepwife, his stepmom's sister. It's his aunt. Through It's his step-aunt. Reuben marries his step-aunt. Then Reuven dies, so his step aunt falls to his brother, who's it's his it's his actual aunt, right? Because again, Reuven came into the marriage; he's not related to any of these people. Meaning, Reuven was 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 a, was a, was a, was was from the first marriage. He comes into the marriage; he's not related to the entire wife's family. The stepmom had a sister. Reuven marries his stepmom, stepmom's sister. Reuven marries his stepmother's sister. Then he dies. Then his stepmother's sister falls to his brother. Who's his? Who's the niece? Who's the nephew? <laughs> there are pictures. I I get it. I know it sounds crazy. I don't remember. Michael said. I don't remember. Well, then you're gonna have to go to that row because I cannot do last names. I can barely do first names. Oh yeah, I have that. I bought that safer yesterday. If it helps, good on you. Um, so let, let, let's go right there. That's the case of Achais Imai. Let's keep going. Then Achais Ishtai. Achais Ishtai is actually quite simple. It's two brothers marry two sisters. Two brothers marry two sisters, right? So then Reuben and Shimon marry Rachel and Leah. And then Reuben dies. So his wife falls to the brother, but it's also, it, not only it's, his, it's her sister-in-law, it's his wife's sister, right? In essence, right, if two brothers marry two sisters and one of them dies, you're asking the other brother to marry two sisters, which you can't do. So not only is she exempt, all the co-wives are exempt. Okay, let's keep going. I think you should just say one, one, I think you should put a, a, a little um, disclaimer. Once one co-wife is, is, is um, disqualified, yeah. they are all disqualified. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. The wife of his half-brother from his mother's side. That's easy. Let's just go through the description and the diagram. Okay, a man with a son, you got Ruvain, from his first wife. You got a man with his son from his first wife, married a woman with his son from her first husband. Okay, so the Brady Bunch, right? This guy comes into the marriage with a boy named Reuven. She comes into the marriage with a boy named Shimon. They are step-siblings. Good? They're step-siblings. Okay. Now, together they had another son, Levi. Levi is now a half-sibling to both. So you got Reuven's from the first marriage, Shimon's from the second marriage, Levi is from the, the current marriage. So Levi is like, he's related to both. He's a half-sibling to both. Reuven and Shimon are step-siblings, not related at all. Levi is a half-sibling. Okay. Shimon married a woman named Miriam. Okay. Fine. That's fine. Married Miriam. Died. Now, 
and there was no yibum. There was no yibum. Whatever. Shimon had uh, Shimon had kids. Whatever. So you got again. You got Reuben and Shimon not related. They're step siblings. Reuben marries Miriam and then dies. Shimon, he's like, oh, I'll also marry Miriam because they're not related. She was in the mishpacha anyway. Okay. So again, Reuben and Shimon are not related. They're they're step siblings. Reuben marries Miriam, dies. Shimon then marries Miriam. Then Shimon dies. The question is, can Levi do Yivam? Levi is the half-sibling of both. So now, here's the problem. The widow now falls to Levi for Yivam, but the problem is, she's an erva to Levi since she was once married to her half-brother, Shimon. Meaning, she was once married to his half-brother. Meaning, this woman, this woman, yeah, that's the problem. This woman, right, Levi is, Levi is a half-brother to both. It's not that bad. I, I, it's, it's not that bad. Reuben and Shimon are not related. The, the step-siblings. The step-siblings. They're not related at all. Yeah. Okay. Then you have Levi, who's a half-sibling. Yeah. Reuven marries Miriam, dies. Shimon marries Miriam, dies. The question is, can Levi do Yibam? Why did pr- Shimon marry her? Why not? Did, they have kids? did Reuben have kids with her? Yeah. Because they had kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was no Yibam. No, no, no. So Reuben just married Miriam and then died. died. Reuben and Shimon are not related. And Shimon's like, I'll marry also, I'll also marry Miriam. Not because of Yibam, I'll also marry Miriam. Then Miriam, then, then Shimon dies. So both brothers are dead. Yeah. So the question is, can Levi do Yibam to Miriam? The problem is, this woman, Shimon didn't have kids. Correct. This marriage didn't have kids. So here's the problem. The problem is, the, the problem is Levi, you want Levi to do Yibam with Miriam. Miriam was married to Levi's both half-brothers. Can't do Yibam in that case. She was married to the first half brother, then he died, and then to the other half brother, because it's not it's not a straight up meaning because right. she was married but to they, multiple half. That would be okay. Uh, yeah, well, no, that would actually not be okay. But the, yeah, yeah, that, that, that's, that's, that's later on. But again, just again, you have Reuven, Shimon, and Levi. Reuven and Shimon are not related; they're step siblings. Then you have Levi, who was born afterwards. He is a half sibling. Reuven marries Miriam and dies. Shimon married Miriam and dies. You're asking Levi to do Yivam for Shimon. The problem is Miriam was married to both of her half brothers. So because she was married to both half brothers, no good. Okay. Anytime there's an added erva, that's the point. <laughs> anytime, it's, it's very simple. Anytime this woman, every Yivam is your sister in law. The one erva being the brother is it, it's okay, but if there's two ervas. Exactly. Meaning. Every Yivam is you're asking a man to marry his sister-in-law, which is not allowed generally, but it's allowed for the midst of Yivam. Anytime there's an added erva, one second, anytime there's an added erva, anytime there's an added inappropriate relationship, off. So this woman, Levi, this, this woman, Miriam, you're asking Levi to do Yivam. The problem is this woman is not only his sister-in-law, she was also married to both of his half-brothers at different stages. So because she was married to both half-brothers in different stages, she's an erva. Out. Then it's Yivam. That's Yivam. That's the classic Yivam. The problem is she was married to two half-brothers at different stages. She's out. Even though she was allowed to. 100% allowed to. But... Nope. No more. Yeah, I'm sorry? See, I repeat what he just said. I mean, you just said every... Every Yivam is your sister-in-law. It's already one erva. That's what we allow. One inappropriate relationship. And not just one. That inappropriate relationship. Anytime you're adding another thing, she's also your she's also, she's also your daughter, she's also your mother-in-law, ah, she's that's also where, that. That's where she becomes putter. Fr- that's exactly. That's when she's out, and that's where every other co-wife is out. For the old, where 
She, besides sister-law, she's also... Exactly. So this, that's how every single woman... Oh, that's how you, you could read the Mishnah without even understanding the cases. Besides for a sister-in-law, she's also your daughter. Besides for a sister-in-law, she's also your daughter's daughter. Daughter's son's daughter. Uh, and and that, that's what the Mishnah is trying to do. Besides for your sister-in-law, she's also... Okay, let's keep going. Asian... Yeah. Correct. Which is a re- forbidden relationship. Correct. Now, um, now the next case. Now the next case is interesting. It's called It's your sister-in-law, but you weren't alive at the time. Meaning, you have Reuven, Shimon, and Reuven and Shimon are brothers. This is actually not a complicated case. Reuven and Shimon are, compli- are, are brothers. Um, Reuven died, died, died childless. So let's say the wife's name is Rachel. So Rachel does... Uh, it's okay. No, no, that's, that's fine. I got it. So you have Reuben and Shimon. Right? Reuben and Shimon. There's only two brothers around. It doesn't matter what year it is. Right now, there's only two brothers in existence. You have Reuben and Shimon. Reuben dies childless. Shimon does Yivam. At some point, in between that stage, right? Reuben dies, Shimon pours Yivam. Levi is then born. So Levi was not alive when the first Yivam took place. So Reuven and Shimon is a brother. Born after. Reuven and Shimon. Yeah, the parents were, I don't know, they had them young, whatever. Reuven and Shimon are brothers. Okay. Reuven dies childless. Shimon does Yivam. Then Levi's born. Then Shimon dies childless. So now you're asking Levi to do Yivam on the same woman. She's doing two Yivams. The problem is she was not alive. He, Levi was not alive when the first Yivam took place. There's a special Pasuk oh. that if you're not alive, if Levi was not alive when the first Yivam took place, he cannot marry his... Because this woman is not only Shimon's wife, it was also Reuben's wife. Right? She's hopping from Yivam to Yivam. Because Levi was not alive at the time, it exempts. The way our school said, Levi would never have been allowed to perform Yivam with Reuben's widow since he and Reuben were not alive at the same time. And the Torah says regarding Yibam, when brothers dwell together. So because Levi was not alive at the time of Reuven, he cannot do Yibam. Yeah. Do Yibam with any any of the siblings, any of the brothers. Any of the brothers can do Yibam with any of the co-wives. Well, if he dies, not if he's alive. He can't, she can't be married to two men. Why, why is it not the, the, the whole story of Naomi? What, what is it? Because the problem is, practically, he's too young. It, it, it wouldn't be relevant anyway, because you can only do even when you're nine years old. So you, you, would need, you need to add that case just for practical measures. It's called Zika. It lasts a while, but in this case, they wouldn't. In that case, they would. They would intervene. Chazal would intervene, and because she'd have to wait like ten years in your case. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That that the Gemara talks about. Uh, okay, and Kalasai and your daughter-in-law. The last case. It's the last case in the Mishnah. Daughter-in-law. That is Shimon. Um, you have Shimon and uh, Reuben and Shimon, right? Shimon has a son named Levi. Levi marries a woman. So this is Levi. Levi marries Rachel, right? Shimon had Levi. Levi got married to Rachel. 
So that means that Rachel is Shimon's daughter-in-law. Beautiful, right? A regular daughter-in-law case. Then Levi dies. Then Reuben marries Shimon's ex-daughter-in-law. You have two brothers, basically. One brother marries uh, marries his his brother's daughter-in-law, who's a widow. Is that fair? You got Reuben and Shimon. Shimon had a daughter-in-law. Then her husband died. She's now single. So Reuven marries his brother's ex-daughter-in-law, his, the, the widow. And then Reuven dies. So now the woman who's falling to Shimon is not only his sister-in-law, it's also his, was his daughter-in-law at one point. Okay. Right? Right? Reuven and Shimon. Right? Shimon had a daughter-in-law named Rachel. Then Shimon's son died, so she's single. She decides to marry Reuven. So she marries her ex-husband's uncle, right? And then, and then Reuven dies. So now Shimon is asked to do Yivam on a woman who at some point was his daughter-in-law, which is not going to happen. So not only not only are all these women exempt from doing Yivam, all the Kohais are also exempt. Now here's the added case. No. <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. No, this is like this has got the squiggly. This has got the half swastika diagram. This is not, we haven't had that one. Um, yeah, Vikulan. Now, in all the cases, now here's the deal. All of these cases again are you have five wives, right? A, a guy had five wives, and he dies. So and died childless. So someone's got to do yibum. One of these women has got to do Yibam. But if one of those women is a forbidden relationship, meaning if one of those women, is, in addition to being sister-in-laws, is also a daughter, a niece, uh, uh, not niece, a, a daughter-in-law, a mother-in-law, blah, 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 all those 15 cases, they're all exempt. Now what happens if she was married, but then she got divorced? Meaning, p- pick a case, any of the cases, the first case, the daughter, right? Let's say Ruvain was married to Shimon's daughter. But before he died, he divorced her. So by the time he died and to do Yibam, she's not even in the picture anymore. So then the halacha is, Yibam is performed. Meaning, it's not that because the daughter was once married, no, no, it has to be at the time of Yibam, is she one of the women that you're asking to do Yibam? If she was divorced or she died before the husband died, so by the time Yibam comes into play, she's out of the picture then, then it's, she's not relevant, and regular Yibam is performed. Okay. No Yibam. No Yibam. To any of them. So then the Mishnah says, Bekulon, in all of these 15 cases, Imesu, if these forbidden women died before Yibam was supposed to happen, meaning before the husband died, she died. So the daughter died, the daughter-in-law died, the mother-in-law died, whatever, all these cases died. Or she did Miyun, I'll explain what Mian is in a second. Or she got divorced. So the divorce is an easy case. Death is an easy case. Mian is as follows. Mian is if a, um, a, a father has the right to marry his daughter off when she's below the age of bat mitzvah. That's one of the biblical rights that a father has. If the father's not in the picture because the father's dead, uh, her siblings or her mom can do it rabbinically. But here's the problem. What if she doesn't want to stay married to this guy? And she's under bat mitzvah. So the halacha is Chazal gave her, uh, it's, a, it's an annulment. Chazal gave her the right that if she says, I don't want to marry this guy, 
Meaning, if before bat mitzvah, they ask her, like, hey, like if the father married her off, that's biblical, you have no right, whatever, then you have to get divorced like anyone else. But if the, if the mother married her off, the bezin will go over to the girl who's 11 years old and say, you want to marry this guy? And if she's like, no, so then that's called mian. And then, and then the marriage is annulled. So if any of these 15 women were married, but they annulled their marriage, or died, or got divorced, or one more case, and then we'll get to it in a second, or if one of these 15 women didn't get divorced, didn't die, didn't annul their marriage, but they were found to be an islandist, an islandist is a woman who medically cannot have children, so that's, stands, that's, a, that's a grounds to, to annul the marriage also, retroactively. So it's another way, all of these women, the marriage was annulled or retroactively removed or divorced or died before the Yibam was supposed to take place, then Sarasein Mutaris, then regular Yibam is performed because by the time Yibam is supposed to take place, these women are out of the picture. They're out of the picture because they died, divorced, annulled the marriage, or Miyun, or found, whatever. By the, practically, by the time the rabbi is asked, should we do Yibam, they're not in the picture anymore. Yeah? The whole point of all of this is to continue the deceased's legacy. Correct. Well, I mean, that's what the Torah says. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So now here's the, the Gemara just has a quick point. Just Mishnah has a quick point. Um, there's only, uh, the thing is, all of these women, right, we're saying, right, just this is just more like, you know, just uh, for like honesty purposes, we're saying that all of these 15 women, if they died before the marriage, before the husband died, there's Yibam, if they got divorced, or if the marriage is annulled, or they're an islandess. Now, islandess means that they never had, can't have kids, or annulment is if they're under the age of bat mitzvah. Under the age of bat mitzvah, also you can't have kids. So the Gemara, the Mishnah just points out, <speaking in Hebrew> the, out of the 15 women, there are a couple women who cannot have, the case of annulment doesn't apply to them. The case of annulment means they can't have kids. One of the women's is that she's the mother-in-law. Or the father's mother. Th- those women, by definition, means that they already had children. So those cases don't apply. So it, it, no, no, because in those cases, meaning all of the fifteen cases apply. But we said with all those fifteen cases, if by the time Yibam is supposed to take place, they died, all all those that could apply to everyone. They got divorced, could apply to all. Or if they got, they found that not to be able to have kids. That one only applies to twelve out of fifteen. Because three of the cases, the women already had kids, so obviously it's it's it's, it's common sense that those three cases it doesn't apply to them. The, the woman is so much older than she's menopausal. Let's say she's eighty, and she's still usher, but she is she not categorically is not Ilanas. Correct, correct, one hundred percent. Because you also you know going in that she's older. An Ilanas is like a mekachtos. That's why the marriage is annulled because you thought that she would be able to have kids, but she couldn't. If you marry a woman who's eighty, that that, that you know what you're getting yourself into. Now, correct. Correct. It's all to the point of death. All to the point of death. Correct. Now, one last point. This is how we started. Um, uh, it, it, Art Scroll has a picture, but you have to turn back. The, the picture is in the beginning. It's the first picture, and this is called Saras Tsara. Um, it's the first picture that Art Scroll has. Saras Tsara. It has three stages. But I think now we're sort of ready to understand it. The basic premise of the Mishnah is that you have five women, right? Let's say five. Pick a number out of that. You have five. One of them is is not able to do Yibam because she's the, the, the man who you want her to do Yibam's daughter or mother-in-law, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So not only does she not do Yibam, none of them do Yibam. Now, here's the deal, though. Let's say there's multiple siblings. She's only ushered to one of them. Right? There's three brothers. 
So then someone does evil to another brother. Right? It's, it, it, she's only the daughter of one guy. So you got Reuven and Shimon. We've been dealing with Reuven and Shimon. What if it's Reuven, Shimon, and Levi? Then, you know, and then Reuven dies. And now you have these five women. So yeah, so one of these women cannot marry Levi, but they all can marry Shimon. And, you, you know what I mean? So Nebim is performed. Here's the deal. Look, look, at the, look at the example. Let me just read you the diagram. No, no, no. Reuben and Shimon don't get married. <laughs> Reuben, Shimon, and Levi. Reuben, and Shimon, and Levi. Reuben, Shimon, and Levi. Yeah, dad, dad, dad. Reuben, Shimon, and Levi. You have all these women that we've been dealing with. They're only a problem, and then Reuben dies. So now, one of these women has got to marry one of the brothers. So even if she, if we, even if one of them is, is Shimon's daughter, she's not Levi's daughter. Since so someone does Yibam to one of the brothers, that's it. So look at the case. Look at the, the article. You have this. You got Reuben, Shimon, and Levi. They're all brothers. Easy? Good. Um, Shimon's daughter, uh, we'll give her a name, Rachel. Shimon's daughter, Rachel, marries, um, uh, marries Reuben. Okay, so Reuben is married to Shimon's daughter. Then Reuben dies. Now, his daughter cannot marry. So now, one of the women that's supposed to do Yibam is Rachel. She can't do Yibam with Shimon because that's her dad. But someone could do Yibam with Levi, right? So th- there's no exemption in this case. You understand? Because there's multiple brothers. So then, Miri- uh, so, okay, fine. Now, what happens? Shimon cannot perform Yibam with Rachel because that's his daughter. Or with Leah, the co-wife. Right, Shimon is out right with with, with Rachel or Leah because the, Rachel is his daughter and Leah is the co-wife, so they're out. But Levi can do yibum. So what happens? Levi, who could who could do yibum, huh? So Levi's related to the brother. So, so that's fine. That's fine. Levi does yibum. You should look at the pictures. It'll 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 really really help. Honestly, this is not. Don't don't be brave in this one. Look at the pictures. I'm I'm basically this entire doctor's reading article notes. Okay. So Levi, who could perform Yibam with either widow, right? Because he's not related to either of them. It's his, it's whatever. It's not really, it's not his daughter. Levi chooses to do Yibam with Leah. Leah is the co-wife, right? Rachel was the daughter. Leah was the co-wife. Levi chooses to marry Leah. Okay, so now Levi, who's Levi married to? Levi had his own wife, Miriam, right? Stam, they were married before. And then he did Yibam with Leah, who's the co-wife of the original Erva. Okay? Then Levi dies. So now, it all turns back to Shimon. So now, who now who, who, who are we asking Shimon to do Yibam with? His daughter's already out of the picture. She, she, she moved out of town. She's not relevant. You're asking Shimon. Shimon has an option to do Yibam with the original co-wife, which is Leah, because she was the co-wife with Rachel, or... Miriam, which is the co-wife's co-wife, meaning it's two steps removed. Yeah. The original Erva was Rachel. That was his daughter. She's not in the picture anymore. But you have Leah, who was one step removed. That was the co-wife of Rachel. Or Miriam, which is two steps removed. The co-wife of the co-wife of Rachel. So Rachel's original Rachel's original situation, you had Rachel and Leah were co-wives, but then Rachel's out of the picture. Then Leah married Levi, and Levi also had a wife, Miriam. So you have Levi and Miriam. So Miriam's removal from Rachel is two steps, because you got Rachel to Leah to Miriam. No Yibam. Not only does Rachel exempt Leah, because the co-wife, Rachel exempts Miriam as well, who's the co-wife's co-wife. 
So Shimon doesn't do Yivam not only on his daughter, he doesn't do Yivam on any co-wife, and he doesn't do on, uh, Yivam on any co-wife's future wives from other relationships. That's the case of Tsaras Tsara. Just look at the pictures. We got it. And again, I can't even show the pictures. Zoom kind of worked out because, like, halachika, I can't even show the art score pictures because of legal issues. So, <laughs> I was saying, so that's like, so it, it, it works out. Just get an art scroll, and I'm going to post you the pellets. Uh, he, he sent pictures, diagrams that I think might help also. Okay, uh, let's just finish the Mishnah. Um, the cool, uh, okay, fine. The mission says, Kate said, Poitras are saying, Hoy Sabita Achas, Mikola Rais, Elon Nusula, Ochi, Veloi, Shacharis, Vemes, Kashem Shabita Padura, Kaksaras, Padura. If one, this is the original case of a co wife, Holcha Tsaras Bita, Venisis, Lecha Vasheni, Veloi, Shacharis, Vemes, Kashem Shatsaras Bita Padura, Kaksaras, Sarasa, Padura, Afila Hinmea. That's the example that we have with the Tsaras Sara that. That not only does Shimon not do Yibam on his daughter or her co-wife, he doesn't do Yibam on Levi's wife, which is the co-wife's co-wife. That, that's that example. Now, and then we had if one of them dies, and that's the case where Mesu meaning that if let's say Reuven and Shimon, you have Reuven and Shimon, and Reuven married Shimon's daughter. But before he died, he divorced her. So then, so then the marriage, uh, by the time he dies, you do Yibam. Because the daughter is out of the picture. This we had. One last halacha. V'chol ha-yechoyles l'ma'in v'loi mi'ena tzaras ha-chiletzes v'loi misyabemes. Here's the last, last case of the Mishnah. All these, the premise of the Mishnah has been that if one of the co-wives, one of the wives is an erva, you don't do Yibam. What if she's an erva, but she's only 11 years old, and she was married off by the mom? Right? Again, when a father marries a, a child off, that is a biblical marriage, because he has the right to do that. But when the father's dead, the mother or the brothers, I mentioned miyun. Miyun is that the rabbis give you the right to annul the marriage. Why? Before she's by mitzvah. Because it's a rabbinic marriage. Yeah? What if one of these women that's in erva was a rabbinic marriage? Right? So you have Shimon, right? Shimon married five wives. Four of them were biblical marriages because they were adults. One of them was a girl that was 11 years old that got married off to him by her mom. Mm-hmm. It's a rabbinic marriage. And she's the erva. And they didn't know, they didn't, they didn't divorce yet, they didn't yeah. know yet. But she was the erva. Right. So the question is does a rabbinic marriage erva exempt Yibam? Meaning, if she was fully married to him, then that's the classic case. She's one of the co-wives who's an erva, no yibum to anyone. The problem is, she's only a rabbinic marriage. So, like, on a biblical level, she doesn't even exist here. Like, when the Torah is scanning biblically, this marriage doesn't exist because it's, it was a rabbinic marriage. Do you understand what I mean? Reuben and Shimon. Doesn't the marriage become a marriage at some point? When she's only when she's above bat mitzvah. Oh, he so died when she was 11. So she's still 11. Yeah, he died when she was 11. She's she one of the five co-wives. Yeah, no, not one of them. He's dead. He's dead. Yeah, the okay. point is, she, he dies. Reuben dies oh. with five wives. Four of them are regular people. One of them happens to be Shimon's daughter, but it's a rabbinic marriage. Yeah, so you know what the is? Chayletzes v'loy misyavemes. Now, just... So you do chalitza. Now, just... I, I'm, I'm sorry. We're going to start the Gemara. I know it's super late. We'll just start the Gemara. It's a lot easier. Okay. The, the Gemara just wants to know the following question. We had 15 women in the Mishnah. 15 cases. The first case was Bita, daughter. I'm a, I was glad that we did that because it happens to be, I think it's the easiest case to visualize. But the Gemara just wants to know, why did we start with daughter? Like, why start with that case? I don't know. 
what, why, what, like, why start with the daughter? The Gemara wants to know. Michti, The source the Gemara is going to have. What's the source? My father asked before. What is the source that you do not do yibum when the woman, in addition to being the sister-in-law, is something else? So there's a drasha. It's learned out from Achos Isha, the wife's sister. It's a drasha from that relationship. Shouldn't she start with the wife's sister? It's one of the fifteen cases. Why are you starting with daughter? Right, the source that you don't do yibum in all of these fifteen cases is learned out from Achos Isha. So why not start with that? It's one of the. I think she's like case number seven or something. So why why do we start with Bitai? So the Gemara says, Okay, I'll tell you why. There's a machlekes tanoim, right? There were four death penalties. There's a machlekes tanoim, which is the more most severe. The Chacham say the most severe is skila. That's how we follow. Rav Shimon says the most severe is Srefa. Achos Isha is not Srefa, but you know what is Bitai. So maybe we start with Bitai because. You have 15 inappropriate relationships. We're going to start with the most severe, which is Srefa. Here's the problem. Right? So, okay, maybe that's why. The question is, why do we start with Bita? Why is that the first case? The answer is because that's a death penalty of Srefa. So, it's, out of all the Arias, it's the most severe, according to Rav Shimon. <laughs> now, here's the problem. The problem, the Gemara says, listening Chamoise Beresha, Iker Srefa Bechamoise. How do you know that there's death penalty by burning when you marry your daughter? The Gemara Darshan's it out. It's learned from your mother-in-law. The actual Srefa is written by your mother-in-law. So if you're going to say that we go with daughter because it's Srefa, then go with Chamaisa. List mother-in-law first. Why go with daughter? The, the source of Srefa is the mother-in-law. We learn daughter out from the mother-in-law. And then the Gemara says, and even, that's question number one. And question number two, if you're going to go with the order of death penalty, then right after all the Srefa should go Skila. Right? If you're going to go with that, that's the order, that it's Srefa, then Skila. Then the Gemara says, listen to the Skila. Then after the first cases, then the daughter-in-law should be the case. Daughter-in-law is, is up there in the last cases. I think it's case number 14. Daughter-in-law is Skila. So if you're going to go, meaning basically, why is the daughter first? It's not, it can't be by by the order of death penalty because then it's, first of all, it's not. Then it should be Chamoso, mother-in-law, because that's the source. And also, then the daughter-in-law should be right after the Srefas because it's Srefa, then Skila. So the Gemara answers, The answer is, as we're going to see in tomorrow's daf, daughter, this concept that a daughter exempts all the other cases is learned out from a drasha, and Chazal like that drasha. As we'll see why Chazal liked that drasha, and because Chazal liked that drasha, they went with that first. We'll pick. We'll review this last part tomorrow. I just wanted to start the Gemara. Okay, that was good. Honestly, not so bad. <laughs> I'm, I'm. I thought that was not so bad. Uh, you did a good job.